I did not mean to eavesdrop, she said, but I was coming in to see how your visit was progressing, and I overheard your words. You cannot imagine how grateful I am that you have saved my sweet William. I protested that it was the boy's own strong constitution that deserved much of the credit, but she would not be gainsaid. I hope that the end of William's illness will not mean the end of your visits. We have all grown quite fond of you. I believe that the General considers you the family's personal physician. The General is a man used to getting his own way, I would wager. He has an overawing personality. It is no wonder that the men flocked to him during the mutiny. I imagine it was a difficult time, mused the woman. India is such a mysterious land. Don't you agree? Oh, but you were there yourself. Afghanistan, actually, I said. But even that was long after the general had retired. I, of course, knew the name. I am surprised he mustered out as young as he did. I believe that he missed my mother-in-law, and she was alone at that time, said Judith. Anna and Warren were away at school, and Thomas was already abroad. Also, the general's father passed away during that period. I believe that the general thought his place was home with his family. I thought that was quite likely the case. General Compton had come from a wealthy family that was the source of his present wealth, but money cannot buy happiness when a man is separated from his loved ones. Will you stay for supper, doctor? asked Judith Compton. We dine at eight, as a rule. I glanced at my pocket watch and saw it was just past seven. Holmes had told me earlier in the day that he expected to be back at the inn fairly early. It was my understanding that the jewel case was nearing completion, and I was anxious to hear the details. I was on the point of declining the gracious offer when I heard a dull sound, like a shot had been fired. Before either of us could react, I distinctly heard five more shots come in quick succession. Oh, dear, what was that? asked Judith Compton. Were those gunshots? I believe so, I replied. Perhaps nearby hunters are to blame. The woman shook her head as if she doubted that idea. Before I could say anything else, there came the sound of a woman screaming. I dashed into the hall and realized that the screams were coming from the other wing of the house. The Compton estate was a structure consisting of two wings. The east wing was home to the bedrooms, whilst the west wing contained the study, library, billiard room, and dining room, as well as the kitchen and servant quarters. The two wings were swept back at a gentle angle and were connected by a great hall in the center. I ran towards the sound of the screams. I passed through the great hall, meeting no one on my way, until I came to Sarah Compton pounding on the door to the study. Before I could ask what was wrong, I was joined by her son Warren and by the general's brother, Richard Compton. Mother, what in God's name is the matter? asked Warren. The lady was clearly terrified, and it was a moment before she could answer. I was walking by the study when I heard raised voices and then gunshots, she said finally. I tried to open the door, but it is bolted. Richard Compton took charge immediately. If the door is bolted, we must force it, he said calmly. Sarah, if you will step out of the way. The lady stood aside, and the three of us made a manly rush at the stout door. Our first attempt was denied, but upon our second assault the door-frame gave way. We plunged into the room as a group. I heard more voices from the hallway. Evidently the tumult had succeeded in arousing the entire house. The study was in darkness. Evening had already set, and no light was coming through the large open window in the room. 
The smell of gunpowder was strongly present. Richard Compton fumbled for a match and swore an oath when he dropped the first one. He succeeded in firing the second one and lit a lamp mounted on a wall. The room sprang into view. I gasped as I saw General Jonah Compton lying on the floor in front of his desk. A large knife protruded from his stomach. I flew to his side and checked for signs of life. There were none, and I saw a huge pool of blood had accumulated under his body. He was beyond all hope. I stood and faced the others. General Compton has been murdered, I said with some agitation. We must send for the authorities at once.